Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Fat Femme Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Black Fat Femme Podcast, where the intersections of identity are celebrated. I'm one of your hosts, John, also known as Dr. John Paul, and I am Lizzo to the bullshit this week. How are you, Joho? Good morning, or <laughs> evening, or dusk, because sis, I have no idea what time it is. I've traveled so damn much these past few months. I really hope that one of my multiverse Joho's are sitting the fuck down, because I am not, and I hit it here, and don't get me started, John on how I got robbed on my last excursion on Monday. <laughs> and I mean physically robbed, y'all. Not metaphorically, physically robbed. So we that's either here nor there. Um, fam, I am Joho. That's really all I got today because I'm just I'm just striving to be here. But speaking of traveling, John, how was the cruise? 
Oh God. So I'm not laughing at your at your problems, right? I'm not <laughs> laughing at that. It was just I was not expecting you to come out the gate talking about how you got got in Oakland. Um so see now I I didn't name where it was, and now you out here to open on his name. <laughs> well, I had to say it. I had to say it. it but again, <sighs> so it's sad. unfortunate, but I'm just really glad that you are safe and that you are okay. And I love, 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 love that you're okay. Okay. Um, with that being Thank said, you. my 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 cruise, my trip, it was good. I came back to some bad news. Many of you do know, some of you don't know. I had a couple of family members pass away. And so with that being said, I'm just trying to kind of like adjust to dealing with family stuff. But at the same time, I've been grateful and thankful to everybody. I know a lot of the listeners had reached out because they had saw on social media and had said, you know, they've sent their condolences. People have asked me if I needed anything. I just really appreciate that everybody kind of jumped in my DMs and was like, we want to make sure you're good, sis. But the cruise was good. I ate a lot. I slept a lot. And um, I even sent some pictures to some of our guests. So the get the guests today, we'll talk quickly about their kind of being out in the world too because they was out there being really really famous and 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 traveling amongst the uh the 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 world not even the u.s the world some of them are out in the world so with that being said um I did want to quickly say before we jump into the show that I genuinely do believe that vacations are overrated. I, I feel like you spend so much time prepping for them. By the time that you actually get to the location, you have to pack and do everything you have to do to get to where you're going. It's time to come around. It's time like it's time to come back home. And so I'm just kind of at this place now where I'm just kind of like, I might as well just stay home sleep because okay. it's too much work to be going on vacation i'm lying to all y'all because i'm already planning my next vacation okay okay but do you ever feel like you have to get a vacation from your vacation like i whenever i take vacation i come back yes and i'm like i need two more days <laughs> i doing nothing to like yeah, recoup the, from the vacation even just a day <laughs> yeah that was literally me when i came hours. back on saturday i was like don't ask me for nothing. But with that being said, Royal Caribbean owes me nothing and neither does Catalina or Mexico, frankly. But I digress. Today we are on the mic with what I like to call my sisters from another mister. I have known these folks for almost seven years. And in the seven years, I have learned so much from them. I have continued to watch them grow. And that encourages me to grow. And I know that both you, me and you, Joe, when we were talking about our guest, they were actually the name of people that we were like, we have to have them mm-hmm. in the first season. So mm-hmm. with that being said, this is the Fanti mashup episode. Welcome yes. to the Black Fat Film Pod. My sister, Travel Anderson, and my other sister, Jared Hill. How are y'all? How's it been? Really good. Baby. Really good. It's been a it's been a busy time, but you know, <laughs> the, you know how it, it was is. The, the, it was the uh, dichotomy for me, baby. It's good, so good. Well, <laughs> I wanna I wanna yeah. say one thing really quickly to your point. Go ahead. Your 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 point about the vacations. Um because yeah. I just got off of a vacation. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you one thing, and I say this with love. If after you do all your preparation and all that stuff and you get there, you feel like you already on your way back, the vacation's not long enough, love. <laughs> listen, you did, listen. This, this is true. A few more days this is true. I would follow that up with the the amount that you enjoy your vacation is directly correlated with how anxious you are. 
right? And the less anxious Maybe. you are, mm. yeah. the more likely you are to be having a good time because you're not worried about the plan and the thing and the hopefully that's going to work out and da 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 I, I'm not that yeah. person. I want to be able to chill and probably do nothing, but like, and maybe go okay. somewhere. <laughs> I, I support that. And I know that both of y'all did. I know that we saw photos on the Instagrams of y'all being out in nature and y'all traveling across the world. <laughs> I don't want to tell people where y'all, uh, y'all actually went because I don't need folks stalking y'all trying to catch you at LAX. <laughs> but what I will say is that I'm so glad that y'all took the time that y'all needed because y'all are both writing books. And I say books plural because I know Travel, mm. you're writing your own book and then you're also mm -hmm. writing a book together with Jared, right? So mm -hmm. I, I know that both of y'all have been in the midst of, you know, trying to keep them hands clicking, but at the same time, you all are very busy. And so just for y'all being here, I want to say at the top, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to record this. We are recording a little bit later in the evening. And so with them being here, it just, it feels really, really good. So mm. we're going to jump into our first segment. We always know that we're going to do our steal here for the week I'm, 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 oh no oh no i'm, I'm still here <laughs> yes yes still here s-t-e-e-l still here um and with that being said i wanted to ask all of you um we are a few days from september well actually by the time this comes out we'll probably be a week into september and this past month i personally have felt like it has been heavy for a lot of people um especially again <laughs> joho getting robbed again having <laughs> other individuals <laughs> having individuals in my family decide they want to go to the other side of the you know the other side of the ether um and so i wanted to ask you all what is one thing that you are planning to do more of or less of in order to set yourself up right for the remainder of the year um i'll take the anybody can start i'll take the answer first because travel is eating chicken um i <laughs> i sure is sure is sure is it's sure dinner is. time hours old oh <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend I was out of town uh, and I, I, I've been wanting to do solo trips more. And so like a mm -hmm. solo trip, that's just like a weekend somewhere. And I got to do that this weekend and I went to Joshua Tree and like being there by myself oh, and being able love. to kind of just like get away and be out in the desert, something I didn't actually think I would enjoy as much as I did. Um, it was really restorative for me. My, I, my, I've been talking about on fan time, my mental health has been a little trash the last few weeks. Um, and so to be able to get away and do that has been really, really helpful. Um, so I'm definitely going to be doing more of that. I love that. What about you, Travel? Um, for me, I think, you know, I'm going to do more saying no and less saying yes. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, because that's that's how you know. Ain't they, everybody say that like you're not supposed to feel like you gotta earn your rest. And so I don't. I'm no mm. longer feeling like I gotta earn my rest. And so I'm just gonna say no more. I, I can't do that. I no thank you. <laughs> Maybe next month. You know. You already told me no this week. I asked you to do something, and you just were like, "I'll pass." I was like, "Okay, I respect it." <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, I, I put my, <laughs> I'm putting it into action. Um, yes. Yeah, you know, you just yes. gotta, you gotta. Sometimes you just gotta say no somewhere. You know, you do. 
Mm-hmm. Especially if the coin ain't there, and I respect that too for anybody who says no because the money does not add up. You're like, like, like Listen. Joho always says, the math ain't mathing. I support Absolutely. it when people look at the math and go, nah, that Absolutely. ain't going. That, that's not worth my time. I support it wholeheartedly. What about you, Joho? Um, well, as you know, John, I'm celebrating a new job, which is quite exciting. Um, and I'm a certainly somebody mm-hmm. who has who does not get organized like whatsoever. Like at my last, I'm embarrassed to say this, but my last job, I had <laughs> one thousand unread emails in my inbox, and I'll just like I I read all the emails I had to read. Okay, some of y'all got some drop faces. Don't look at me like that. It's easy. I got, I got a lot. I got a lot of newsletters and shit. Bitches oh want to talk to me. <laughs> I, it would it would drive me insane if I had a comma in my unread number. If it was more, if it was people digging, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able I to would deal. die stressed every day, and so. So my project is to organize my work life. So I don't have to do that. Um, I will utilize folders. I utilize tagging, note taking. And the job I have now requires me to be organized. So that for sure is, is, is my first month goal. And then just like weaving a little bit of like some Jewishness. I haven't done that in quite some time on this show. September's going to yeah. be a month um, called Elul, which, folk, which is like the month before um, Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. So this month is all about reflection and like preparing yourself for the new year. And then Yom Kippur, which is David Tome. So I'm going to try to actually participate in this month and do a lot of like reflections and meditations, um, as well as like really trying to open myself up to, as I say, the sweetness of a new year. So I'm hoping that the 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 or, or the organiz- organization will start that for me, and then I mean I'll just press pre- press play and hope for the best, I guess. Besides that, yeah. how about you, John? Oh, I- <laughs> I, I support that wholeheartedly. I think organization is important, especially with all that we all do. I think even for those who have full-time jobs, we still do a lot of stuff outside of the full-time job. Mm-hmm. So I think organization, that that was a bit part, that was ultimately a part of why I put this here because I too am trying to become more organized. I'm teaching three classes. I'm also writing my book proposal. I'm doing all these things. And so I literally have to know what my day looks like day to day. But I did want to say, so I wanted to shout out one of my good Judy's from Twitter. Tyler had posted something on Twitter that literally like kind of, it just hit me in my, in my core. And I was like, you know what? Me too, sis. She noted that she is over multitasking in the sense Mm. of running herself ragged um, with this notion of trying to get to the bag. And so we have a lot of people who are in the mindset of if you're a freelancer, you literally have to be, you know, spreading yourself thin between Los Angeles and New York because you're trying to get to the bag. Oh, yeah. It it really hit me that she said, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm. She said, I like, you know, I I really, I think she said, she said something to the Avella in the tweet. I wish I had the tweet so I could read it. She said that she's really wanting to become more laser focused and wanting to make sure um, that she can do she she basically it said yes i can do everything but should i no mm. and so mm. i have made it very clear to myself that i'm trying to follow that same notion of when i get asked i actually had a, my manager asked me if i wanted to do something you know today and i told them i said you know what if if they can't give us this or if they can't make this work then just tell them no i'm becoming more comfortable with this idea that there will always be something else that's going to follow um because doing extra for nothing is really old like mm. that's literally just where i'm at like I'm over it. So I'm squarely between the the poles of one side that says I really want to be really organized and like really focused on the things that I want to do and accomplish and like taking them down Mm -hmm. one by one. That's one end of the pole. The other pole is I do not dream of labor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like this idea of wanting rest. Yeah. And so, like, I, there is labor that I dream of that I'm excited about. I'm excited to do and the things I want to create and the ideas that I want to see come to fruition. And the other side is this, like, bitch, I'm tired. 
right? Like I, I my adult life, I have been working, right? Like grinding hard. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just talking with mm-hmm. someone recently about this, just the idea of like, no, I'm, I'm into this soft life bullshit that I see on the TikTok machine and the on the Instagrams. Absolutely. Right? Listen, all of this soft life talk, that is what I'm Not here for. soft life? What is that? Soft <laughs> I know, life, the, listen, the fine I soft wake life, up place and, of origin. Listen, the, the <laughs> please, you're like, is that a sexual position? What are we talking about? I'm like, fine. <laughs> you know I love great. to say I'm a soft top. <laughs> but what's a soft life? Listen, I, I want a soft life. I'm tired of the struggle. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of the resistance sweetie i woke up the tea was already made i'm out here on the beach i'm i'm enjoying something with an umbrella in it ba- that kind of life right like it is a soft so life. you want to be a white person no i want to be <laughs> no, black people and wealthy black people take vacations too yeah i was I like know, we could probably just be an asshole <laughs> I I'm just be, being an asshole. I want to be independently wealthy and free from the necessity of mm-hmm. work, where I can work when I want to okay. and not when I don't. Mm. Yeah, me and Laquan were talking about that. I don't know if you all know Laqu- Laquan Dawson, but we were actually going back and forth on Twitter about that earlier today, about this idea of like, when I get to where I want to be, I want to be able to wake up and say, I don't want to do nothing today, and it won't affect my bank account. Listen, like, amen. That's kind of mm. where I'm trying to get to. But I, I respect amen. it all. I respect everyone wanting a soft life, et cetera, et cetera. But I just, I think... <laughs> I, I want to say that I think the only way for us to be able to take care of ourselves, again, I had tweeted this last night, we're dealing with monkeypox, we're dealing with, we're still mm. dealing with COVID, we're still dealing with all these things that are happening around us, and people are like, let's get back to normal, and obviously normal is not working for us, so mm. I'm, I'm just really in this mind of like, I need to find something that is going to work for me. Um, Damn. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at this week. Good. Y'all, well, that was a sermon of rest and wealth. And just like y'all pay pastors, we got to take a short break and pay the man. So when we get back, we will talk with Travel and, and Jerry about the pros and cons of LGBTQ plus allyship. <laughs> Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts All right, everybody. So this week for our category segment, we are getting into our Fanti bag around this conversation of allyship. And so I do want to say that this is sort of kind of off script, but it's still related to the conversation. I remember so earlier this week when I sent out kind of what the script was going to be for the show, I uh, Travel texted me. It was like, just FYI, Jared doesn't use allyship no more. <laughs> Jared thinks that word is trash. So Jared came up with their own definition See, or they have their okay, own concept. Can That's not exactly now, what they said. Now, but. I was going to say, now, hold on. <laughs> the Jeff's <laughs> deep face of like, show, what? But now, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 
Now I live. No, now. I'm just being like I said. I'm being facetious, but no. So yeah, I also I too am kind of over the word allyship because it implies that you you're just you're a bystander. You see what's happening and things. And so what we wanted to talk about was this idea of like how because we get this question, and I I don't know if you all get this question a lot, but I know that in my work, I'm sure in your work, um, and all of the stuff that we're all doing, we're all in multiple different spaces. People come up to us and go, "How can we be a better ally?" And so. I figured mm-hmm. we could do a fan tie around this conversation of what are the things we love about people knowing and wanting to understand our, our, our experiences, but mm-hmm. also how do you actually put that to work? So I kind of wanted to start. Um, I wanted to ask you all whether you I whether you stand on the allyship <laughs> uh, boat, I should say, or <laughs> you're driving another one. What is your terminology? What is your ideology? Like, what do you live by in relation to this topic? So I think I should clarify just a little bit of information <laughs> here. I, I was saying to Travel when we were discussing uh, the, the rundown of this episode that I, I've really backed away from the language of allyship. We did a show, um, I think in 2021, with one of my best friends, who's the executive director of the Stonewall Community Foundation in New York City. And uh, his their name is Jarrett uh, as well, which is makes it really weird for best friends um, to have the same exact name with the weird spelling. <laughs> um, but Jared and I had talked about this so many times and like we had it on the show um, that the idea of allyship in and of itself is inherently flawed, right? So if we use the, the, yeah. the framing of race uh, for allies, right? The ways that we see white people coming in wanting to be an ally says to us that it is our responsibility to fix racism, right? It is our lift. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is our our thing to, to raise up and, and move out. And white people can come along and help us. But in reality, it is not the job of black folks to er- eradicate racism the same way it is not the job right. of women to eradicate uh, misogyny and, and, and the ways that we see patriarchy show up and devastating their lives. It is not the job of queer people to end homophobia and transphobia and all of the ways that we see those things present, right? It is the job of the of mm-hmm. the the people in power to dismantle the things that they've built. And so the idea of allyship has has been really frustrating because it says to people of color like this is the work that that y'all need to be doing to try to fix yourselves and maybe we'll come along and we'll retweet your thing and we'll send you some cash app, okay? But like chill out. And like <laughs> that is how that has always <laughs> resonated for me. And so it's it's been uh mm. it's it's been that's how I'm looking at it. That's how I'm thinking about it when it comes to that conversation. Yeah. What about you, Travel? Yeah. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I think that like allyship, accomplice, you know, is another term that, you know, folks employ these days. I'm, I'm less concerned about the language and, and more concerned about the action. You know, right. like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care what you call yourself. Are we shaking the table, okay, honey? Mm, right, you know, are we mm. getting our hands dirty? I don't care. I don't care the 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 whatever definition or term. Um, I just want to know: is is we ready to do the work? And more mm. often than not, a lot of folks, no matter the term they use, ain't interested or ready to do the work. Correct. Facts. I, I just want to like punctuate the end of Terrell's point about like ready to do the work. I'm I'm always really fascinated to mm-hmm. see the ways that that white people think they're doing the work, right? Like what they think the work <sighs> is is like a whole other mm-hmm. conversation. But like that mm-hmm. specifically is is a Maybe. lot. Maybe. 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like listening to that answer, Travel, I I'm like, damn, because I like originally my response would be like I've also discarded the the use of allyship. Like I don't know her. If I saw her on the street, I wouldn't know who she was from Marjorie Terror Green. And I, and I say Terror Green, not Taylor Green. Terror Green, she's a fucking terror. Like, I, I would say I align. I align Sorry with the, to that woman. <laughs> I don't know that woman. Sorry um, to that woman. I would say I, 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 would say I, I for sure align with the spectrum of like accompliship and advocacy but i like i too also i'm like i just need someone i just need someone who gives a shit like i do not i also don't care about the right. language like i just need you to do the work with me i need you to do someone i need someone to be on the streets with me whether it's physically or, or digitally and people with people who are willing as you said travel to get dirty with me get my hands dirty get my whole body dirty and at times like wield or even like give up our privilege to protect others because at the end of the day like to me if you're gonna put accomplice into practice then you have to be willing to give, give up the power that you have and like willing to relinquish it for like for folks who don't have it so um to the point that you made jerry about white folks in dei work i often think when white folks look at organizations that are like black led or bipoc led like they're gonna ask them things like oh like where are your dei efforts and sometimes i think like that's not their gig their gig isn't dei like that's your gig you mm -hmm. should be doing the dei efforts don't be looking at don't be looking at us for the work for dei like that's i mean i mean want to be clear like like not all skin folk can vote like not everyone Gee. not every bipoc person is doing the work either and like the white, like the white folks, like they, they don't don't look to us for the guidance. Like you, we we have given you the tools in abundance. Google is a free resource. You can do anything you want to do. Like just start doing it yourself. So that's that, that's I guess how I would answer the question now. Given and thank you, Jared, Jared and Chevelle, for inspiring me to be a, a, a little bit more expanded in the thought I had for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say kind of to your point. So the, I had made a point last night, me and Joho were on a panel uh, last night and shout out mm -hmm. to the folks who brought us onto the panel. Um, one of the things that we were talking about was this notion of and, and, and this is the reason why. I'm, I want to pause it because I know that p people are probably like, oh my God, here we go. Another conversation about allyship. I'm so tired of hearing it. But what I think is, I think people are forgetting that. <laughs> and I've been seeing this in so many different fashions. And I actually have said something about this recently. You know, I see a lot of companies, brands, organizations, people coming to the forefront and saying, we support queer people and we love black people and we support queer black people. But when you look at your team or we look at your organization, we're nowhere to be found. And, and the people that are a part of your organization are literally feeling like they are on the margins. And so I had said something to the Avel last night that these conversations really need to take into consideration two things. I had said, I think it's important for us to note that a lot of people understand and know their privilege in their roles. They know and understand what that privilege affords them and what that, and what that privilege and power gives them. And so by ultimately stepping back and saying, we need to do something about the injustice that's happening either in the org or outside the org or the injustice that's happening to black people etc cetera, etc cetera, they're relinquishing some of their privilege to do that and a lot of people don't want to do that and so i think that that's kind of what my call in this conversation is is really challenging people to get away from this notion of just saying oh i support so and so well you can support them but how do you support them what are you mm -hmm. doing to support mm -hmm. them and so um i know joho you had a really interesting question you wanted to ask and i wanted to throw it to you to ask the um, ask our guest oh my god oh my god okay well first i was gonna say just to your point <laughs> 
real quick, John, like, because you, the hone in what you said about, um, like, people will hear this and say, oh, God, another, another conversation about allyship. Like, let me tell y'all, we don't want to talk about either. We're tired of talking look, about it. Look. <laughs> Bitch, we are tired. God damn. I, I wish <laughs> so I could talk about allyship and, and accomplish it. Like, if y'all would do something about it, we, it'd be a wrap. But you keep not doing shit. I wouldn't shit. have to you do a shit. show You ain't gonna be it. shit. You ain't gonna be shit. So like, right? Uh, help right. us. Help you. Help us. Like, yes. I don't know what else to do T. about it. But yeah. Anyways, okay. The question. So, okay. So it's a bit of like a mixed question here because it's a little bit about like performance um, in the terms of allyship and like per- like per- being performative in, in nature of how we do it. And as we know right now, we're in the middle of seeing media and celebrities celebrating queer culture and queer people, but like not really supporting them and. Oh, I'm scared to ask this, but like, it's in true anti-fashion. Like, I need to ask this, but I'm scared too because Travel and Jarrett, y'all might cancel me. John might cancel me too. It's okay. But Renaissance <laughs> brings up a really interesting conversation about celebrities. Well, hold on now. Culture. Travel's face. Well, <laughs> like, hold on now. <laughs> I just had Travel's a moment. Face. I'm like, am Listen, I still breathing? I, I think I'm still breathing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. carry on. Like, it hurt me to say it. It hurts me to say it, y'all. Like, it hurts me to say it. Like, John, the first four episodes of the yeah, show, we talk about Renaissance. Before I say anything. I'm going to let you get it out before I say Just, anything. Right. I'm like, <laughs> what is the question, child? Because now I'm anxious. Okay, I'm going to on myself a little bit. Oh, I'm sweating. Okay, look, hey, mm. listen. <laughs> so Beyonce is making queer culture mainstream as fuck. And it, it is everything. Like, I live for it. It is so dope. But I... But I am like I wonder like is it to our benefit? Might it actually contribute to the to the commodification of our of our identities? I I, I think it's a fair question actually, right? Like there is this album oh is God. as black queer <sighs> as it could possibly be. I'm still canceling you. Don't get comfortable. Um, oh my but- God. Chris, cut whatever Jared says next. Okay, just cut it all. Exactly. It's my show now. I don't want it. I, I would say, it's all I would say that as we see Beyonce doing this album that is incredibly black and queer, right? Like that has so many references yeah. that so many of us get. I think that it's a fair question of like, where does appropriation versus appreciation kind of fall in there, right? I think that we. Yeah. can look at that in a way that says like she t- she's taking all of this and I think there's a lot of different people who love to talk about that with Beyonce how she got this from that and da 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 right but also I think mm-hmm. we can can see how Beyonce no Khalees um, has gone about appreciating all of the <laughs> well, people that now. she's recognized in this in this oh, in this album no. right like Jesus. there's so many very specific mm-hmm. references there's so many people who are a part of the creation of this album in a very similar mm-hmm. way that I think about the gift and Black is King right where there were so many people yeah. who were brought mm-hmm. in to be a part of it to to have that like, exposure on a global scale um, and so I, I think it's a fair question I don't think it's appropriation but I do think like it, it comes from an honest place so I'm not canceling you yet. I appreciate that yet. I can redeem myself. <laughs> My question slash response is... This ain't your show. No, because he they asked my response and my thoughts, and this is how I responded. <laughs> yeah, we sure thinking. did. We, wa- we okay. did. Uh, that's why yes, we brought you, you to the conference. Come on down. Um, come on down. My question would be, what is wrong with commodifying who we are? our culture mm. yeah and mm-hmm. i'm gonna use yeah. a, a, as as an example i'm going to use a one t.s madison mm-hmm. who is sampled on renaissance mm-hmm. got a very nice check according to her yeah. 
before that yes, sample. Facts. She did mm-hmm. a great interview with Michael Street in Essence Magazine. Um, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention Honey Dijon, not to mention Corice, who we Carisha. know, who was a writer mm-hmm. on Cozy, etc. Yes. Um, but T.S. Madison is someone who is very upfront about who she is, her life experience, her culture, what she's bringing to the game. And she says, which I think is interesting, is that we should be making money off of our lived experience because it's ours. Right. Mm. Now, maybe there's a problem, you know, I, and and I, I, I think that in addition to that, I think that Beyonce, I'm trying not to sound like I'm, you know, the head of the Beehive, because I'm not, okay? Because <laughs> I'm can, not. You can go ahead and say what you need to say, because you know I am. Because so I'm ahead. not. But <laughs> I was going to say, me. Go ahead. last thing I'll just say is that I do think that, that, you know, Beyonce has done a great job with this project of, like, giving credit where credit is due. In terms yes, of yeah. the, the the features, in terms of the the writing credits, even the whole thing around Khalif, I would say her removing the track that that sample yeah. Yeah, is is a way to pay that, respects yeah. to mm-hmm. what this woman is bringing up, and she yeah, didn't have to yeah. do that. We all know she had to do that. Come on yeah, now, because she 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 got yeah. permission. By the people who mm-hmm. own the song. Now, if you mm-hmm. want to talk about right. who owned the song, we can do that separately. But you still <laughs> was saying anyway. Um, right. I'm gonna shut up now. Mm-hmm. But like that's no. that's how I would yeah. look at it. You know that that kind of provocation that you presented us with, Joho. Yeah, I, I would so even challenge too. Thank you. They both gave very diligent media. They, the NABJ the answers. <laughs> they literally gave you NABJ answers. Um, but I was <laughs> National Association of Black Journalists. Child. But no, I will say that I agree. I think to an extent, I appreciate. I think for me, it's like. I appreciate that it's not that we're just seeing, and kind of getting back to this notion of allyship, it's not just Beyonce being like, oh, we love the gays, we support the gays, but this 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 time around like she's actually putting people on things like the, the even mm-hmm. just the idea so i had saw something that big frida had posted and you know there was like this instagram video uh floating around of of um big frida being out in the street and almost being at tears because when break my soul went number one on the billboards it put big frida at number one on the mm-hmm. billboards that had never happened for big frida and so big frida was basically exclaiming that she was so excited because the, because the song is featured by big frida it means that beyonce and big frida both are number one at, on the billboards and so it just it, that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about right if you have the power if you have the connections if you have the ability to put someone else on instead of just saying you support the community, do what you can to support the community. Cause I, I, that, that's for me in this conversation, what I see. So yeah. y'all always go, no, I'm, I mean, there are things that Beyonce have done that I've pr- stepped back from and said, I don't know how I feel about that sis. I wish she would clean that up. But I definitely do think that Renaissance is a great example of her trying to uplift the queer community and support the queer community because queer, the queer community is getting paid. And from what I know, they are getting paid well. Um, so yeah. So with kind of my next question to 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 this conversation to this point, right? We've we've moved away from allyship. 
we, you know, the whole kumbaya, people standing and holding hands. We're now at this place where we're expecting people to do do something per se. And I wanted to know in your minds, any and any of you can answer, why do you think that it's so important for us in this day and age, especially now, um, for people to be doing something versus just talking about what the issues are? Well, so I think that like folks need to, we all have to understand that like, we all got a role to play, all right? Right. Cause everybody, everybody rolling out in the street, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. roll, you know, some I'm people- I'm not marching, need... I've already written about that. I'm not <laughs> Some people we need to take photos. Some people we mm-hmm. need to do the press releases. Some people we mm-hmm. need to be behind the scenes doing strategy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people we need out in the street shaking the tables, you know? We need the white people right. in the front making sure that, you know, they're not shooting at us, for example. Um, and so I think it's important when we're talking about doing something, it's about recognizing and looking at what you can be doing, what you should mm. be doing, right? Is that providing, you know, you got a little extra coin? Okay, well then, you know, give to an abortion fund, right? You got, mm. you know, and a little bit extra time. Maybe you don't got money, but you got extra time. Okay, go volunteer at this, you know, homeless shelter, right? Like. What can you do to be like supporting all of these movements and this promised land that we say we're all working toward? Mm. I I would mm-hmm. say one of the things that has irritated me the most over the years is like the phrase we need to have a conversation about. <laughs> like oh, I God. I for years maybe I'm tired of conversing. Like, right like as a person who converses for a living right like i am like so tired of the phrase we need to have a conversation about i say that with the asterisk of i recognize the importance of conversing about these issues because we're doing that here today Mm -hmm. right but it's also important for people to converse about this with their families about this with their their friends their communities their their co-workers the people who they serve with in different places right but i think that when we're thinking of when we're talking about what people need to be doing i think about when we had conversation earlier about um quote the work and quote support right like I remember um, seeing white folks do things that they thought was the work and was support because they had put something in their email signature, right? Or because they had Mm -hmm. a bumper sticker Mm -hmm. or because they put a sign out in front of their yard, right? But they still treated the people Mm -hmm. that they worked with like assholes, or they they never really yeah. you know mm-hmm. interrogated with their coworker why they said that thing that they said to them or they let their husband or their spouse or their wife or their child or whomever in their life use language that's not okay and just let it slide right like having the uncomfortable right. conversations right. is the work not yes. going and getting black yes. and brown people to tell you what happened to them right and so when you're thinking about the things right. that you can right. do that are t- that that will make an impact what can you do that does not require emotional labor from someone that is that is oppressed or intentionally um exploited right what can you do with the information that you've gotten to make something better for somebody else to improve a situation to 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 change a system to be able to impact the place that you work or live those are the things that really do the work uh the work inside of you but also the work around you. I just appreciate you calling people to the carpet and and telling them 
we got to move because too many of us are talking we need you to move so that's the only thing i was gonna say i really appreciate you telling people what beyonce say move, move up, how many times <laughs> literally <laughs> literally grace jones yes, yes grace jones said how many and beyonce Wait, said so. how many times literally <laughs> am i gonna have to say move out the way like do Literally. something move out the but, way i mean even to that Absolutely. point though like even, even to that point john paul referenced uh nabj and like travel and i do various different work things with nabj and nabjla respectively and like a lot of that work is advocacy right working with either whether it's state legislation or with media companies or whatever it is and like I, I've done a lot of that work even outside of NABJ now and like having the conversation with an executive who's like, you know, we really understand what you're saying and we think this is really important, but it's hard because we've just got so many great people here that we already love. And I'm like, okay, and some of the ass is going to have to go, right? Like everyone's not supporting <laughs> the vision. Some of the people that you have here are the reason that you're that you're having the problems that you're having, right? So like mm -hmm. the work is figuring out who needs to go or who doesn't need to be in the position that they're in mm. or who has power over something that they don't need to be influencing or who is who who is in the ear of the boss that doesn't need to necessarily have that kind yeah. of authority or whatever it is. That's doing the work, right? That's that's the stuff that has an impact on systems, on people, on lives. That to me comes down to doing the work that makes you uncomfortable. Like you have to people who are listening to this when it comes to the work do the things that make you uncomfortable like fail like you're gonna fuck up like i i feel like the point that you made earlier people you know people do enough work that makes them feel safe enough to do it and they don't want to do work that's gonna that's gonna make, make them look stupid mm. and like i get it no one likes to look stupid but like you're gonna look dumb bitch like look dumb gloriously like as as mm -hmm. Brene, Brene brown says fail daring greatly like fuck up like and, and and when you fuck up and get called out for it don't be like well i had the best intentions just say you know what i fucked up and i and i will do better like it, it is it's hard so hard to watch people like <laughs> like fail unintentionally but then but then intentionally try to act like they didn't fail or intentionally try to act like like they had the best intentions and it's like it would have been like it would have been so much easier for you for, for like for your press releases like for for your mama it would have been so much easier for all y'all if you just said i fucked up and I, I mean, I'm gonna do better. And this, this yep. is how this is how I'm gonna do better. Like, I, th I think about that so and much. Stop and stop crying. And, and stop crying. <laughs> Bitch, I have enough tears to cast four million spells. I don't need your tears no more. It's good. I'm good stop on them crying. tears. Oh my god. And then I and then I I also think like to to Travel's point, there is. I fully agree. There's a place for there's a place for everybody in the movement. Like 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 some of some of us will be the ones who are going to say. I don't need my power anymore. Uh, it's time for me to move on. It's time for me to seed myself. Time for me to, to relinquish what I have. It's time for me to give power to somebody else. And there'll be the folks who say, you know what? I I won't feel I won't feel comfortable enough to go in the streets with you, but I will feel comfortable enough to say, I can I can open the door for you and get you. I don't want to say see at the table because like fuck the table, but like I'm a, I, I can open the door for you, toss at the table and help, and help you build a new one inside. Like. They, yeah. we, we need people for all of those things and everyone does have a place here. And so I, 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 I too urge anyone listening who's thinking, how do I do the work? Like, I understand that we all sometimes feel incapable of moving, um, that we feel like we cannot move. And I have this conversation a lot with, with my therapist when I'm stuck with challenges. I think I can't move right now. My therapist is like, you just have to move. 
Like you just have mm-hmm. to get move through it, even if it hurts like hell, even if you fall on your fucking face, even if you fall on your face, roll down a hill, get hit by a car, like bitch, you gotta move and see what happens. And so even if you die, you gotta <laughs> move. Even if you get robbed, bitch, you gotta move. Okay, you gotta move. Right, you gotta move. I live. And so talking about moves or even movements, I did want to ask you all kind of the last question before we move on to our next segment. And I'm automatically just assuming y'all gonna stick with us for the rest of the show. Oh um, no. I- I you have a heart out in about 45 seconds, so make it good. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I've already made the assumption that y'all going to stay with us. But with that being said, I did want to ask, because again, we are a fairly new show. We're a fairly new show on the iHeart Network. And so a lot of folks are tuning into us. And I think we're, we're, we're wanting to start these conversations because we are already starting to get a flow. Um, we actually had a listener send something to us last weekend, basically saying, you know, you're having all of these conversations and I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I live in the middle of nowhere, you know. Mm who should I be looking at? And so I wanted to ask you all, you know, in talking about folks who are quote unquote doing the best that they can or doing it the right way, are there individuals or other people that we can shout out on the show that folks should be following or should be paying attention to besides us? Because obviously we're doing what we can to create change where we can, but there are others out there who are doing great work. So is there anyone you want to shout out or give their uh, their roses? Mm. Um, I will start with, you know, I feel like we, we, you know, this has been said, um, or it's being said, I should say more and more. Um, but I firmly believe in, as we are talking about various social justice movements that we should be taking our cue from, you know, uh, for those who are familiar with the Bible, the Bible says the least of these. Um, and oftentimes that is black and brown, uh, trans women and femmes. Um, and so those are the organizations that, um, I would suggest, um, for the girls is a good one. Glitz is another, um, organizations that are doing really great work for our communities, um, and they're intersectional in their approaches. Um, and that type of stuff is in Portland. Yeah. I, I often use this as a reference um, because I, I work with them a good amount. The Stonewall Community Foundation that I referenced earlier in this, in this show, uh, they are a Black queer-led foundation, community foundation based out of New York City. And they do an um, incredible amount of work specifically with black trans folks they do things with lgbt community throughout like the entire spectrum of that umbrella and stonewall is a really really fantastic organization because of the people that work there because of the the mission that they have but also like i'm a little bit biased but i think jared lucas is one of the great leaders of our time um that whether or not people know their name their work their their work is just incredible and like this week stonewall has moved into like a, a a new office to be able to support a larger staff because of the work that they're doing that's growing there so um i always host mm-hmm. their their uh their awards gala in the summer and so i'm just been watching the organization grow over the course of the years that i've known jared there and i'm just really really excited about the things that they've happening right now i, I can think of like so one organization from a lens of philanthropy would be um what's it called i think borealis 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 philanthropies they are a like like a bipoc led i want to say 
like coalition of funding and they have done a lot of deep investment. They have a great fund that is the fund for trans trans generations. Um, they have like a black investment fund. And so they're really great. I think they're really great in terms of ph philanthropy, which is not always the best thing. Um, but right, in the ways I say right. it'd be really great is, is this, um, they are really striving to, to like really invest deeply in, movements and organizations that are led by folks who do not have power and say like we can give you capital so you can gain power in this way and use it um mm -hmm. i would say a good like white person to follow or i would say a white jewish person to follow is is adam eli there are so many if, if anyone listens to this and looking for like a white person who knows like their place in the work and like you can look towards i think adam eli is a great person as well um mm -hmm. and i would say damn i can't think of any more right now because my first re response was show me somebody who's doing it right because or because because all you said, you said you said doing the best they can or doing it right, and I was like, listen, sometimes the best you the best you got is not always going to be actually that actually that the great. Best so that you can do. <laughs> um, so I will think more on that, and I will try and add it to our show notes. But I, those are the two those, those are the two I got right now. Yeah, I automatically just came and and I'm hoping to get this person on the show next uh, in our next generation or our next season. But Dominique Morgan is another individual who I call on a lot to ask, am I doing my my work the right way? Uh, they are doing a lot of stuff for the Oprah Project now. I think they actually are the ED over there. And so I've been saying that I think that Dominique Morgan is is one of those people that we really have to watch. And I also want to shout out Tori Winston Certain too, who's doing a lot of good work for their mentoring program um, and, and things. Of that nature so there are a lot of great people who are doing great work i think we just have to be in, in, in i would i would say i think we have to be more intentional about making sure that we don't get lost in the glitz and glamour of advocacy work because it's very easy to do on social media there are people who are really on the ground doing great work and so i just wanted to make sure that we had a conversation that lets our new listeners know mm -hmm. that we see y'all we know you're asking questions and we want to make sure that we're uh, that we're actually mentioning and bringing those into the conversation so thank you all so much for all of your very thoughtful conversations we are going to go ahead um we're going to take a break and when we come back we are going to get into our second segment of this week go love yourself um and we are going to talk more about what our guests are doing to love on themselves this week we will be back in a second happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, fam, we're back. So this week for Go Love Yourself, we want to talk about compliments. We all get them, and some of us sometimes struggle with taking them or receiving them. Historically, I know that I do too, and I'm striving to accept them with just a thank you so much and leave Ooh. it there. <laughs> I'm trying, so but I'm always weird. like, are you sure uh, you mean I, me? I too. 
Yeah. But, but really, I, too, I don't like compliments. <laughs> but compliments really do mean so much to people. Um, and to me, they mean so much when someone talks about my empathy. So those who see that, I see you. Thank you. But I want to ask, I want to ask our guests and John, what is a compliment that someone has given you that lives in your head rent free? So I actually just got this compliment today. Um, I did a post recently. That I was talking about like faith and I'm a religious person. Well, I mm-hmm. am Christian. I deal with how I identify with religion. But like I did this post recently and it said, I need a sex positive, queer friendly, gender thoughtful religion to reflect the God who created sex, made us in their image. And we all know is non-binary. I'm tired of serving an incredibly progressive God through a conservative church that ignores me and people like me. And I got a DM from Mm. someone who said to me that like, that they had never thought about God in that way before. Um, And how (laughs) he said to me, I've never thought of God as progressive as you said it. And in that moment reading it, it all clicked. And I was honestly beside myself. You opened my eyes. And as I've been like trying to figure out my relationship with God and faith and religion, and I'm trying to like get clear about what my own call is, um, that compliment today was very unexpected on a day that has been otherwise really difficult. Um, But it has stuck with me Mm -hmm. because it said like, oh, I did something I did. I made a step in the right direction as I wrote that and posted it because it resonated with me. And I've seen like even in the data, like it's been shared more than anything else that I've that I've posted and like that compliment has stuck with me uh throughout the afternoon and into the evening Mm. i love that i will say your tweets as of lately jared have been on fire um (laughs) i've yup 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 i've been liking your tweets going yup yup so (laughs) thank you you for that thank you what about you travel um so let's see. I mean, so I don't know. I'm one of those people where like I try not to really listen to people's compliments because you know they come so often and you know you just got you just gotta just tune them out sometimes. I'm being I'm sorry, I'm, I'm joking, nauseous. I I'm gonna joking. excuse myself because I'm about to vomit. I'm like a lot. Um, <laughs> just one moment. I'm glad okay. it went there. That was good. I'm joking. <laughs> Why must I cry? I'm joking. Yeah. Why must I but, cry? Seriously though, seriously though, I do try, for me, I don't know, I feel like I, some, I, I in the past have gotten like caught up in other people's compliments and like that drive for compliments. So you end up, you end up like being great and doing good stuff just to hear that affirmation mm, as opposed that, yeah. to like, just like being yourself or whatever. And so for me, the compliment that, 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 that are on the loop in my head are actually the things that I say to myself um, because I I am very big on you know lifting up myself um, and so yes. one of the one of the things be, I yes. often say to myself is just like oh you're a bad bitch like oh my god you're a bad bitch <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just let that rotate <laughs> over and over in my head you know you would they say you say it say it say it to you see it see it see it in the name of jesus hallelujah oh, hallelujah Amen. yes i know that's right see you see 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 it money 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 i'm just kidding 
money. I'm in. Me I'm for in. the rest money. of the I'm night. Money, 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 money. Three hours later. Money, 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 no labor. Free health care. No loans. No labor. Free health care. Independent wealth. Independent wealth. Independent wealth. Independent a new house. Liberation. Yes. I'm going to keep saying liberation until it comes. No, I, I had. So the reason why I, I kind of posited when me and Joho were doing the show notes, we were, I had posited this question for Go Love Yourself this week because I think we sometimes, like I like Joho said at the top, they struggle with compliments. And I got told recently that I give consensual hugs. Someone said, You are such a great hugger. And they said, Not everyone gives great hugs. And they went on to explain that when you give hugs, sometimes when I go to give my friends hugs, they can feel that I actually am truly giving them a hug, not just because I'm doing it out of, you know, gracefulness, but I genuinely am giving them a hug because I love them or that I care for them. And I think, you know, and I like to say consensual hugs because you can't go around just hugging everybody. Now. Calm down COVID, there, Joe Biden. Tomato flu. <laughs> right? So, you can't just be hugging on everybody. Um, but I definitely will say that when, when someone goes, I even, so, and this recently happened when I was at the the conference, I was in a, I was at NABJ, and someone stopped me. They knew me, and they had known me from social media, and they just said, "Can I please give you a hug?" Mm. And they gave me a hug, and they started crying, and they said that was the hug I needed today. Like mm. I just needed not. Aww. I didn't know I needed to see you, but that hug was the hug mm. I needed today. And I think about that often that we sometimes interact with people and, you know, whether it be a hug or it be kind of like that side kiss that we used to do back in 2019. <laughs> sometimes we just do it to do it. But we sometimes like I've even gotten I've gotten around to being intentional about telling all of my friends that I love them. And I think this is more because I've lost so many people this month mm. in my family, not telling them that I love them before I get off the phone or before when we're done texting. I, there's just this onus for me to be more intentional about the ways I interact with people now specifically um, because mortality is staring me in the face. And so with mm -hmm. that being said, I just think, you know, I, I really want queer, specifically queer black people, as I've been writing, as I've been working, um, we spend so much time beating ourselves up over the things we don't do well, but there are compliments or things that people say about us that we can, can, can go back to that will help us feel better about who we are and what we're doing in this world. So I just wanted to take a moment to mm -hmm. shout that out and i will say to compliment you both i want to i want to give you your flowers like i do everybody on the show thank you both for being the foundation y'all have been the blueprint for me ever since i came into this game it is taking everything in me not to cry i hate this this is so ugly um but don't, don't say i that. genuinely don't say that. It's not ugly. It's <laughs> um Oh God, y'all have, y'all have seen me through some really hard times and I'm just so grateful to call you my friends. And so thank you for helping me to believe that anything's possible. Um, I I'm so mad that we're all only on episode eight and I'm already crying like this. Um, but no, y'all, I, I, I don't think y'all know how possible you make it for someone like me to wake mm. up every day and go, I can write a book or I can write that article or I can, I can teach or I can do these things. And so having both of you kind of as my inspiration models, I'm just, I'm so grateful for you all. So I wanted to give you that compliment as well. These ugly Oprah tears. Um, <laughs> 
thank you for what y'all give the world. Um, it really means so much. Not to the me. Oprah tears, so. though. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Not the Oprah Not Jared trying to be hard and be like, I'm going to write my eye in the corner he, real he quick is a, so I can a, get away from my tears. Just one tear real quick. Well, just one thug tear. One thug tear. Yeah. I mean, my ophthalmologist said that I have dry eyes, so they they do water. But it is what it is. Um, I I appreciate I that. I, I will I will say, John Paul, I'm 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 really glad that we were able to come and do the show with you. I know this has been a labor of love and something that you've been working on for a long time um, and developing with the whole team here so congratulations to both of you on your show and like it is an honor to get to be a part of y'all's story and y'all's y'all's first season so thank you for having me thank you for having us and, yeah. and for supporting what we're doing. I live. but we ain't done we ain't done just yet <laughs> oh we Go got ahead, more John. thank y'all so much <laughs> yes, thank y'all there is more. Yeah, there's so much more sorry boo you gotta be trapped in for the ride now um but we just want to say it was so Beautiful to witness this moment between y'all and John. You, earlier, you mentioned an, a, a notion of safety and compliments, and I think safety and compliments go hand mm-hmm. in hand because when someone sees you and receives you, it creates safety between y'all, and we really do love to see it. With that being said, John got me saying now too. What's unsafe is this homophobic <laughs> LA ass heat, and we're gonna see if our guests can help us finesse some ACs in this joint for us to find safety and relief. Okay, so we'll yes. be right back. Oh, Lord, it's hot. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we are back, and we are about to get into our yes ma'ams and our no ma'am pams this week. We love to let our guests go first. So, Jared, Travell, anything y'all want to y'all want to say yes ma'am to? Anything you want to say no ma'am pam to this week? Um, I'll go. Um, I want to say yes ma'am to. I made this recommendation on Fanti as well. There's this videographer on Instagram, Jake Seha, J-A-K-E dot C-E-J-A. Um, he's a videographer and he goes around to these like independent small businesses, food trucks, people cooking in, in their driveway. And he makes these, you know, social media videos about their business oh, I know. about yeah, their yeah. food yeah um yeah. and i recently saw one of his videos jared i think you actually posted the video the first video that i saw of his mm-hmm. um and then i went down a whole rabbit hole on his page it's just like really 
fabulous, high quality professional, you know, TikTok yeah. videos that he's making for free for these, you know, businesses by black and brown folks, you know, small business owners, et cetera. Um, so good. Again, that's Jake Seha um, on Instagram. Check that out. That's my yes, ma'am. And my no, ma'am, Pam is going <laughs> to be, um, I'm going to give it to airline people, the, the, the companies, okay. not individuals, <laughs> the companies, mm-hmm. because I recently, you know, I was on vacation, like we were talking about earlier, and I have a passport with a gender neutral marker on it, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at Delta, they have not updated their system to recognize the gender neutral uh, marker. And so somebody, either the agent or myself, has to misgender me in order for me to get on the right. goddamn flight. Mm. And I'm going to need them to do better. <laughs> mm. So you are calling them to the carpet, talking about accompliceness. Somebody over there <laughs> in the, the, the business department need to get on their business. Come on. Please. <laughs> Somebody needs to do the work, goddammit. Right? Somebody needs to have a conversation about the work today in this department. A Delta. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Not us showing up to the corporate, like, listen to this podcast. I right. need to do some work. Um, do live, we have the clip I working? Live. Is the projector on? Can we <laughs> play the clip from the podcast? Sorry. It's about the work. Somebody needs to do something, girl. It's, it's about, the about the work. The work. That is going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> the title of this episode is It Is About, it is the, about work. the Work. Let me go ahead and text that to you. Let me text that to you so I don't forget. <laughs> I got you. I'm already. Okay. It's about work. the work, baby. It's about the work. I wanna, go ahead, Jared. I want to do my No Man Pam first because it's from go my ahead. therapist. Nice. Um, uh, we've Uh-oh. had a tough couple of weeks here and let me tell you, uh, if you would just give me the fucking answers, <laughs> it would just be <laughs> so much easier to make decisions oh, about God. what the fuck I'm doing in my life. Okay. Look, so look. I just want to say to my therapist, girl, <laughs> girl, ease on up. Okay. <laughs> I want to give yes. my yes, ma'am. Also to my therapist, who has been doing really hard work here the last few weeks. Hold on. Uh, I I mean that, but I'm I'm not gonna also give my yes Um shout out to Gina, my therapist. She's doing she's doing really good work, Gina. I appreciate you, girl. I see you. Okay. Um, I I will say my yes, ma'am. Is going to go to uh, Nina Parker, who I have been, like, so excited to watch her develop over the years. She has a a, a fresh new collection of things this uh, for the season over at Macy's. The Nina Parker collection is, like, just doing really, it's really cute. well for Nina. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. The girls are into it. It is selling. And, like, I'm yes. just really proud of Nina soon. and excited for her. I was going to say... Uh, Travel down to the Macy's. I don't think we've talked about this on the air, but like I will oftentimes like send Travel clothes in Instagram DMs and be like, I can see this for you. And they'll be like, This is trash. And I'll be like, Oh, okay. And then sometimes it'll be Uh, Oh, this is y'all, Jeremy trying to dress me up like somebody's 63-year-old auntie who still goes to the club. (laughs) 
the the only problem with that is that you're somebody's 82 year old auntie who ain't never going to the club. <laughs> so if the jumpsuit fits, baby, okay. The jumpsuit in the pantyhose fit, okay. Going to nobody's club. Listen, oh, and if it don't fit, belt it and keep it Trevelle's moving. Ow. Stay <laughs> yes, yes. Belt it, it keep it moving. Belt it. Also. Listen, if the belt fits, you must have quit. Okay, we're done. I'm done. Yes. Okay. What about you, Joho? What are your what are what about do you want to go this you go first? Go ahead, Joho. Yes. I'm because mine gonna take a minute. Go ahead. Okay, I'll keep mine's I'll keep mine's quick from my yes ma'am is just yes ma'am to community for showing up. Um, as I went hey, through the shit that hey. I went through, like just yes, no to community because I have like right now I'm at my friend's house. She's taking care of me. She let me use her computer to work because my computer was got. So like it has been so good. I have, I, you know, I have friends sending me money, and I and I, I'm something I don't I don't I don't like to ask for help, which is something that I, I need to work through. But I also know that I'm in a position mm-hmm. to like help myself. And I'm really privileged for that. But like I have friends who are just legit just vemoing me, and um and part of me part of me is like. So is that like for dinner or something? But, I, but I'm like, no, Jaren, like, say, say it for the things that, to recover the things that have been taken from you, girl, calm down. But right, like, yell right. a yes man to the community because it means so much. Like, people who see me and, and say like, I know you aren't going to ask for it, but like, here it is. And I got you. And I got your back. Mm-hmm. And I got your front. I got your size. That means so much to me. Um, I'm going to say a no, ma'am, to people, to people on planes. Not, not the airplanes, the people on the planes. Because... I took a 10.30 p.m. flight. And so, as you know, as y'all might know, they dim the lights on the airplane. So, I just want to know why the fuck mm-hmm. this man right next to me decides to light his little section up. Bitch, I can't sleep now. I'm pushing not the fuck out. It's a 10.30 p.m. flight. We are not, we, we're not traveling abroad. We're going literally down the street to Los Angeles from San Francisco. I don't know why you got the light on, what book you got to read. Girl, if you need to put, your, put the book down, get a damn Kindle, call that a good damn day. Like, it just don't make no damn right. sense to me. I literally am sitting here like, I, I, I have this. I'm on the seat. I put my head towards the window. And I'm like, oh, it's nice and dark. All of a sudden, bam, a big-ass flashlight in my face. And I was like, what the fuck are you playing me right now with People this big-ass light? so... It's so awful on planes. Sweetie, I'm you gotta sorry. just get I, you an eye mask. episode about how terrible... I'm about to say, we I can gotta get you an eye mask, boo. And keep it pushing. Uh, okay, that's let not me, the point, though. Let me be great right. here, okay? Like, I want to be eye mask. Okay? The point is, because <laughs> it's not it's not just me. It's not, because that light blocked everybody else, not just me. Like, you we right. had the whole plane right. of eye mask because this bitch had right. a flashlight on, okay? Right. Damn, I mean, I had an eye mask on me and on my face, but my but listen, the, my, my eye shape my eye shape proportions is off, okay? So the eye mask didn't cover the full thing, so I still supposed to light get through. So leave the eye mask. Hello. <laughs> you have the right. What does Solange say? You have a right to be mad. Joho, like, I appreciate. Oh, I, I want to really, really, what we're getting to the core of this is you're. You feel like you were discriminated against because of your eye disability, right? Like because the, the, they part, not, they're not where you want them to that be. Is exactly what they were Got saying. The, <laughs> my challenge in life is my eyeballs just don't don't fit right in my sockets, and now I have Got to it. pay for it with these motherfuckers putting their damn lights on my face on the planes. Thank oh, you. So we much. call for reparations for now flights. for a th- for a thirty-five and minute I, flight. <laughs> and I know he was. Was he? I sh- I'm, he was. Oh, right. Please. Oh, you you, you know what he was. You know this man he out was. here pulling out okay. a book. Uh-huh. He really said, "Hold mm-hmm. on, let me just pull out my my little Who book." Who reads at ten thirty? Do you want to know what the book was on? Really? The book was on housekeeping. What? Like not good housekeeping, the book uh, on housekeeping. I would have knocked the book out of his hand. Sir, I would have literally just turned over and knocked the book so out of his hand. So if you just go hand. home and housekeep like, yourself right now, bam, we're done. Let's stop down. playing with me. 
Stop playing with me. I'm done. Well, thank you. That went thank too you. Long. I'm thank glad y'all. we could validate your feelings. I'm glad we could. So my <laughs> yes ma'ams this week, um, I want to shout out Lil Nas X, Saucy Santana, all the dolls who are making the heterosexuals mad, honey. Um, if you go into the Instagrams or you go into all of the different coverage for like this week, I know... Honestly, I didn't even put for us to cover the VMAs because why? But I do want (laughs) to shout out the fact (laughs) that both of them were getting their life on the stage and, you know, and Little Nas got an award and stuff. So I wanted to shout them out. I also wanted to shout out, I don't know verbatim what the names of these TikTokers are, but I've been seeing some TikTokers who are utilizing their platforms to debunk homophobia and transphobia. So I mm. want to shout them out specifically. I see the reels. I see your post in real time coming down my timeline. Thank you for advocating and going up for us because honestly, we are tired of always having to tell y'all that a lot of the stuff y'all believe is BS. Now, um, <laughs> We're going to take a minute. I I see the time and I know the time is moving. However, I want to take a quick second to just kind of talk about where my heart is right now. Um, Do any of y'all watch Big Brother? I do, but I'm like, I'm like four weeks behind. Oh, God, Jesus. (laughs) Okay. So you might want to cover your ears, (laughs) but I definitely, but, but no, No. actually, you know what? These are, none of these, none of these are spoilers. So I I do want to say this. Um, my no ma'am Pam this week, originally I had something else and then I watched this Sunday's episode earlier today and I just was like, okay, I'm going to say something about this on the podcast because I really don't have anywhere else to say it. <laughs> This is the platform, um, yes. <laughs> I didn't know how else to say it, but I was like, or who to say it to, so I'm going to use my platform here. Yes. I wanted to Wait, highlight hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A, before you say ahead. it, before you say it. I want the people what? at iHeart to come in and be like, this is not why we gave you a podcast. Right? I want them to be like, whatever it is, I want them to be like, I love you, Will. Hell I love no. you, Anna. I love you, Will. I love you, Tari. I love you, Jonathan. Thank you all for, for always advocating for me to be able to talk my shit. So I wanted to say, I wanted to highlight and share a special fuck you to anyone on this season using racist tactics to get people out of the game. If you've been keeping up, you all know and you all see it and it and, and it's becoming more evident and actually when we're done recording tonight, I need to tune in to watch the, the latest episode so I can stay up on it because some stuff went down. Um, you all know who you are. Um, I'm not going to name names, Daniel or Kyle, but I hope you accidentally <laughs> spill hot sauce in your eye. Oh. And another thing, I wanted to send a special fuck you to all the black folks who came on to the show this season and didn't speak up to protect Taylor. Um, there is nothing more that bothers me than black people who see other black people going through stuff and don't speak up or don't do anything to support them. That really bugs me. Um, Taylor ain't did nothing to nobody. And now I feel better that I was able to get that off of my chest because uh, the way that some of these folks, specifically Kyle, the way he's playing the game mm. this season highlights the way white people feel any type of way when black people start to do better than them. Like it is it is the epitome of that this season with Big Brother. And so I just wanted to say that. Um, and also, uh, Daniel, I hope you bump your toe on something sharp. All right. With that being said, I cannot stand Daniel. I cannot stand Daniel. Bane of my existence. 
Can, I hate him. Can I to can, the core? Can I just um, ask your team go ahead. to send us the clip of you saying Taylor didn't ever hurt nobody? And I'm gonna put that over a clip of Taylor Swift dancing at the VMAs. <laughs> and I'm gonna make that a real. I can't. Can not, send Taylor, that to me? not Taylor Swift. Can I'm we, talking about Black Taylor. Can y'all just send that to me? <laughs> I appreciate brother. it. Thank you. No. <laughs> No. Okay. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and we are going to wrap the show. Please send us your thoughts about all the stuff that we talked about, whether it be in this episode or in past ones. You can send your feedback and your emails to blackfatfempod at gmail.com. If it is something that you don't like about the show, you can send it to Jesus because that's where it belongs. You can also Amen. send us your thoughts via social media by interacting with our post on Instagram and Twitter or by using the handle BLKFatFemPod. Um, that that's at B L K Fat Fem Pod. Um, we are kind of doing a whole bunch of stuff, but I did want to say really quickly that we are getting to our, we're getting ready to, we're planning for our 10th episode before we kind of wrap up the season. And we did want to do a mailbag episode. So me and Joe Ho are asking everybody, please send us your thoughts, send us the stuff that you love, send us the things that you don't love. We would, we will actually, we'll entertain them this time around for our <laughs> mailbag episode. Um, but anyway, please send your thoughts. We are, we, we, we really truly are looking forward to them um, but yeah it. otherwise um unsubscribe to joe rogan show thank you to our guests <laughs> travel and jared for being here with us this week um can you tell the peoples where they can find you yes thank you first and foremost for having us super honored to be here as jared said earlier we love you and so glad we could be here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Travel Anderson, on Instagram at R-A-Y-Z-H-O-N. You can find us together at Fanti Podcast and wherever you get slay-worthy audio. We drop new episodes every Thursday, every yeah. single week. Jarrett? Oh, yes. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Jarrett Hill. Um, two R's, two T's for Jarrett Hill. Um, JarrettHill.com, wherever else. Um, I just want to remind people that Taylor didn't ever do nothing to nobody. And that's important that we reassert that. Oh, Lord Jesus. I should have been more clear that's about Black Taylor. <laughs> Taylor ain't never John. did nothing to nobody. Oh, Taylor's Lord. hands in the air, just All dancing. Right, Joe, just, you oh know. God! Not, oh not that God. random Stop. stick. You are going. You are literally going to get us canceled <laughs> because do you know her fans are. Her fans are. <gasps> they are literally worse than Nicki Minaj's. Oh like they will wow. come after you. So please. It they, can be good for the show. They are bad. You're welcome. No, no, we, we just started. <laughs> All press is good. Just started. <laughs> no, it's not. Joho, tell the no, people where they can no. find you. <laughs> Y'all can find me at Joho Dance across all social medias except LinkedIn. I do keep it classy there. You can visit my website at www.jordandaniels.com. You can find me making merch about Taylor, about Black Taylor. <laughs> Next, I'm going to do <laughs> Black Taylor. Or find me at any coffee shop that is selling pumpkin anything. Call me, call me King of the Pumpkin Patch because pumpkin spice season is back in full effect. I so you will find me anywhere at Starbs, Coffee Bean, your mama's house, a pumpkin patch. I don't give a fuck. I don't give me some pumpkin, anything. 
So yes, I just yes. had a PSL today along with the pumpkin scone. So I'm right there uh, with you. My body's um, ready for as it. for me, you can find me on social using at Dr. John Paul or beaming over my new updated and very, very classy website at oh. www.drjohnpaul.com. <laughs> we want to thank our producer, Tari Harrison, and our team over at iHeart. We love you. And our editor, Chris Roger, who makes the magic happen every <laughs> single week. Every this has week. been another show. Thank you for listening. And remember, conversations about racism, sexism, or homophobia, or transphobia aren't touchy if you aren't racist, sexist, homophobic, or transphobic. I know that's right. Bye. <laughs> I that's right. <laughs> Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, but we loved where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a dying. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.